This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. In five, four, three, two, one. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. We have Edric in the house once again. Hey, y'all. Hi, <laughs> y'all. How y'all doing? Oh, shit. Oh, take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been taking a lot of um, like CBD shit. Uh-huh. One thing I noticed about CBD, it doesn't last long. Mm. So it's like... um. It definitely helps, right? Uh-huh. It helps you relax and yeah. all this other stuff, but yeah. it lasts about an hour. Oh, really? That's it? An hour for you? It doesn't last very long for at me. At least you feel the effects. I mean, like I told you last time, mm-hmm. I, I, but then I was only taking uh, pure CBD. Yeah. You have a little bit of THC in there, Yeah, right? well, the one that I got is uh, actually from my buddy uh, Han's company. Uh-huh. I can't remember the name right now, but you guys probably saw it in my story, but... Um, I don't want to misquote their name and then give somebody yeah. else business, but uh, his gummies are pretty good. Uh-huh. Like uh, I, I felt the the quote unquote like type of almost like body high, but that uh-huh. without feeling like the the mental yeah yeah the head change the head change and yeah. shit, which was really great yeah. But the problem with that was like I was I had to do a conference call. Mm-hmm. I, I did not give a fuck about what was going on. Like, so I'm feeling too good, but right I was now. like trying to say something very like coherent. Uh-huh. But it's not you don't really you don't get high. Yeah, but because you're so relaxed, yeah. You're really paying attention to anything that's going on you're like, it's, it's a mental thing i just don't yeah. give a fuck yeah yeah and so the, i forgot what they were saying and i just started rambling off and they're uh-huh. like what was that and i'm like i don't know so don't worry about <laughs> it. Yeah. I don't know, man. i'm just feeling really good yeah but then like the uh the cbd gummies have uh, they kind of help out like they feel i'm not sure about the inflammation part which mm-hmm. i know that a lot of people say it helps with yeah i think if you have like severe arthritis mm-hmm. like that's where they can feel the effects of it mm-hmm. but i know it helps me relax like it makes me feel good. That's what I need some of, man. It's just something to help me relax. I got too much stress, too much anxiety. I don't Did sleep take, well. Take CBD, man. It, yeah. it does help. Yeah. Uh, it, it won't. When Mariel took CBD stuff, she goes, "I don't." She goes, "I don't feel anything crazy." I'm like, "You're not supposed to." What the fuck are you talking about? You're not supposed to get like high off your yeah, fucking yeah, mind yeah. on this shit. That's a common misconception. You know, yeah. people think that you're just gonna get high, and it's like, yeah. no, that's not. That's not what it's about. Yeah. To, you know, people who have anxiety or they have trouble like getting into this relaxed state, you will feel the effects of CBD. Mm-hmm. Those are the people you can see a stark difference. If you don't deal with anxiety and you're a pretty calm person, why take it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, unless you yeah. have inflammation issues or stuff yeah. like that. But yeah. when I took uh when i take the cbd it helps out a lot it feels good but mariel is like high energy right so it might help her to kind of just you know cool i mean it's funny because she's like i should, should i take some cbd i'm like yeah. what do you need it for you're about to fucking knock out in two seconds <laughs> okay she has no problem sleeping no dude <laughs> just chaos <laughs> yeah we'll get into the one of the most annoying things that mariel does mm-hmm. is that we'll get into like an argument maybe right before we sleep. So I have a general rule uh-huh. is that before we go to sleep, don't argue with me Yeah, yeah. because I'm going to be fucked up. <laughs> exactly. You're not going to be able to sleep. This girl, yeah, she'll be able to fucking rile me up. And then three seconds later, She's all I hear is, 
<laughs> I'm like, yo, how the fuck are you sleeping right now? I'm like, you terrible person. Yeah. And she wakes up the next day. She yeah. goes, are you still mad? And yeah. I'm like, I haven't slept. Yeah. I'm even more. I'm even more mad yeah. than I was. I literally haven't slept, yeah. and you just knocked out like nothing happened. Yeah, you know, you know who's narcoleptic like that uh, is a John. You know, oh, for yeah, real? Yeah, yeah. This dude is straight. Like, I, I would not be surprised if he got diagnosed with narcolepsy. Like this dude, really? He like that? Literally like that? He fucking passes out. Like you get in the car. His head's already dropped. The moment he sits. That's hilarious. I'm like, how? I don't understand how you do that, bro. Like, how How the fuck do you no, just... He never sleeps. That dude literally never sleeps. Who? John? No, not John Ho. Oh. Uh, John Kwan. That, oh, Dr. John Kwan. I yeah. thought you meant John Ho. No, 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 no. John, John Ho is, is on a normal sleep cycle now because yeah. he has a daughter. He has yeah. a kid. Yeah. So, I mean, he used to be narcoleptic like... I mean, not narcoleptic, insomniac like yeah. us, but... Uh, no, John Kwan, Dr. John Kwan. Oh, he Kwan. just knocks out? He's a fucking narcoleptic. Bro. He's had that problem since like, bro, one time uh, in high school, we were at the park. Uh, we, we met up at the park to like uh, just get a smoke a cigarette real quick before mm-hmm. we went home and we were out late. And then so I think like we split up maybe around like, I don't know, 4 a.m., right? And then uh, in the morning... Um, his mom is looking for him like hey uh you know were you with john last night i was like what i mean we all split up like he didn't come home so i know he he didn't come home like do you know i'm like no i i I don't know it turns out this dude got into his car started his engine and knocked out oh my god dude (laughs) the park was next to elementary school he woke up when kids started getting dropped off at school that's fucking funny so he was knocked out for like a solid three hours Three and a half, four, four hours in the car. What was he so tired from? No, that's just how he grows, bro. He just knocks out. Like, he, trust me, man. You would be shocked at the times this guy knocks out. He doesn't even seem tired. But then you just give him a second of pause. <laughs> that's fucking funny, And dude. he's out. He's fucking People out. thought he was probably a pervert. Full sleeping in front of an elementary school and shit. Yeah. They're like, what the fuck are you doing yeah, here for three hours? Exactly. He's fucking dicks out. His hand, like, <laughs> he said his gas tank was almost on empty. <laughs> Oh my god, dude! So he had the car on. Yeah, he had the engine on. He That's... started the engine to go home. And the crazy shit is, this will live like a quarter mile away. From oh my where... god, dude! Yeah. That's fucking hilarious, man. Yeah, but you know, there's so many incidents where like this guy just knocks out at the most inconvenient time, dude. He's it... lucky, man. I, I wish I could do that. Oh, he's caused like accidents, bro, because he's knocked out while he's driving. Oh my god, yeah. he should not drive. <laughs> well, not drive even if you're feeling like an ounce of fatigue you know i know that um the weird thing is i get sleepy in in cars mm-hmm. so if i drive a, a long distance mm-hmm. the moment i, I start i just i just pull over oh man you know what's the worst bro is um when like you riding in the car with other people and you pass out and then you fucking get a uh you know you get wood from from that you know what i'm talking about <laughs> the morning wood yeah oh, you get the morning, no and you don't even realize it yeah. sometimes and you get out the car and you're like oh Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, I got into this uh, when I when I was in college. You want speaking of fucking narcolepsy, you actually yeah. just triggered a memory for me. Yeah. So when I was in college, uh, so there's a buddy of mine who went to my same elementary school, and I think he went to my same high school too. Mm-hmm. We just never kicked it. Mm-hmm. But uh, this motherfucker was sleep so easily yeah. all over the place, right? <laughs> and this is the thing about this guy. Yeah. His name is Scott. Mm-hmm. Scott's a really nice fucking dude, right? Mm-hmm. Really cool, chill ass motherfucker, right? Mm-hmm. 
problem with him is uh, I remember he used to get irritated at me because I was not doing well in school. Yeah. Right. But there are certain, I wasn't doing well in school, not because I'm not smart. I yeah. just didn't give a fuck right. about UC Riverside. Yeah. I was like, I hate this fucking school. Yeah, right. Yeah. But we ended up taking one course together in college where uh, I never showed up to class mm-hmm. ever yeah. at all. Yeah. Right. I ended up getting a B. Uh huh. And he ended up getting like a C minus or some shit, <laughs> barely passable, right? Yeah. And he went to class every day and was yeah. studying his ass off. Yeah. And I remember this one was so irritated because I kept on calling him stupid. Yeah. <laughs> right? Okay, well, that's your bad, first of all. That's fucked up. But well, the guy would always like be on me about not going to class. Yeah. But I'm like, well, what the fuck I need to go to class for? I didn't yeah. do anything for you, you yeah. dumb fuck. <laughs> you know? But he, uh, we went to, we would go, he was, he's from Sacramento. So we yeah. would drive to Sacramento. This is actually almost fucking killed me. So we're in Sacramento and from LA to Sacramento is roughly about a five and a half hour, maybe to six hour drive, depending mm-hmm. on how slow or fast you're yeah, going. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're in Modesto at this point. Modesto mm-hmm. is about an hour and a half away from Sacramento, maybe mm-hmm. an hour yeah. tops, right? Yeah. So I see this fool starting to fall asleep. It's mm-hmm. about 6 a.m. in the morning and we usually leave at night because we have stuff to do during okay. the daytime. Yeah. So he's, I could see him getting really tired and, and falling asleep. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, hey, man, I want you to pull over so I can drive. Because mm-hmm. I knocked out. Yeah. So I was fresh. Yeah. He's like, no, I got it. I'm going to drive. Yeah. And I'm like, are you sure? Yeah. He goes, no, I got it. Don't worry. Yeah. So I'm starting to relax. And I'm I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like, okay, well, if he, if he says he's fine, even though I don't feel it, <laughs> I was a little nervous. Yeah. But he reassured me that he was good. Yeah. I started kind of like dozing off a little bit myself. Uh-huh. And then I looked over. I shit you fucking not. Yeah. I see this fool. Holding the wheel like this, yeah. like the undergrips, yeah, right? Yeah. Head down in his chin into his chest, knocked out, driving. Oh, oh, no. Knocked out. Yeah. And I go, yo, Scott, wake the yeah. fuck up, right? He yeah. looks at me, goes, <gasps> and he just turns the wheel oh, right when he wakes up. Yeah. From the left lane yeah. all the way to the right. Yeah. Donuts. We oh, spun out spun wow. out. And we flipped and flew into a fucking ditch. Oh my God. And somehow by the grace of God, yeah. we dodged all these cars from the yeah. left to the right lane and wow. didn't hit a single one. And we flipped and flew into a ditch. It, was it his car at least? It was his car. Okay. <laughs> Fucking falls asleep yeah. with his head touching, with his chin touching yeah. his chest yeah. like this. And we fly into a ditch. When I told him to let me drive and he wouldn't let me drive, right? Yeah. So I remember after that, I've never gotten into a car accident like that before. Mm-hmm. So uh, we got home and mm-hmm. I felt fine. Mm-hmm. And then I went to go play ball after. Mm-hmm. <laughs> after I just flew into a fucking ditch, right? Yeah. I didn't know I had whiplash. Oh, man. So I had whiplash. Yeah. And so, but I was playing ball, everything yeah, yeah. fine, you know, hitting up yeah. the boys. Yeah. And then the next day I couldn't move my neck. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, like paralyzed at my neck for yeah. damn near like two or three weeks. Yeah. I had no fucking Holy idea. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. So check it out. This fool's such a fucking terrible driver, yeah. Scott. Yeah. This motherfucker apparently his parents buys him a brand new Camry after uh-huh. that because that was his parents' Camry. Oh, okay. Within the first month, totals that car. Oh my god. He totals two fucking cars. Well, that's just you don't you don't deserve to have a car. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, dude. And he ended up uh, marrying one of our our classmates uh-huh. that, that went to Riverside too, and they have uh-huh. a kid and everything, uh-huh. which I'm pretty sure I was surprised they didn't fucking he fell asleep on her. This motherfucker, dude. Well, that's that's pretty much like how John is. You know, he's he's uh, he's fallen asleep many times while driving. That's um, hilarious. Yeah, sometimes you got lucky. Other times, not so much. <laughs> Yo, I just remembered this for one time when we were at a Denny's. I think we were drinking. Yeah. And then we went to go eat at a Denny's. He fell asleep while we were eating at a Denny's mid-conversation in yeah. a sentence. Yeah. <laughs> he was just talking. He was talking and yeah. he fell asleep. Dude, I, that's like... 
You see that shit all the fucking time, bro. That's like, just hilarious. Yeah. When, How the fuck does it happen to people? I don't. I've personally never done it, but I've seen so many other people do it that it's just like it's just like a normal thing. Once once it's a night of drinking. One time we were at a in Vegas, and then uh, we were at the club, and then um, we were staying at I think venetian that's where they have the cheesecake factory i think yeah, yeah, inside yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so the cheesecake factory was uh open late at night so we went there to eat and then yeah one of my homies straight up mid-bite he lifted it up and he just fucking fell asleep and he's holding his <laughs> hand fucking buddy, dude. <laughs> it was like is this How? really fucking sleep how's so that just possible guided his hand into my mouth to take his bite this was still in a way you just sleep. I'm like, damn, dude, that's some skill right there. Yo, were you there with A when this fool got so plastered drunk? Mm-hmm. I saw this fool take a drink. Uh-huh. <laughs> throw his straw. Uh-huh. This fool drank and he tried talking at the same time <laughs> because he was so drunk. He was like, hey, guys, what are you He's fucking drinking the water. And then he's talking water's coming out of his fucking yeah, mouth. Yeah. I'm like, bro, drink or talk. Yeah, not like, both at the same the time. Down, dude. Yeah. No, but honestly, fatigue, fatigue and alcohol is probably the worst mix possible. Yeah. you know because there is a point where people are more tired than drunk but then that alcohol is gonna have way more impact on on, on you know your your ability to function at a yeah. certain point and some of the shit you see people do is just that, that's why for me it's it's so funny uh not drinking and being so because i see all that shit mm-hmm. i got so much blackmail material on people. that's hilarious dude <laughs> it's like all the shit you did all the shit you said you probably don't remember dude man riverside was such a fucking weird time like i i just i had ray over he came over for dinner one uh-huh. time and then we were talking about um i mentioned this one story where uh, you, you know how uh there was a certain point um in our lives mm-hmm. where things started becoming uh, really PC. Yeah, like political, yeah. just Kind of just being mindful of what, uh, you know, other people go through when, when, when we hear certain words. Yeah, like we've yeah. talked about this multiple times on the podcast. Yeah. How we used to use the word that's gay all the fucking yeah, time, right? Yeah. So I told him the story. And listen, this is not who I am now. but And I'm a lot more sensitive now. <laughs> but when you were in the dorms, there were, the, yeah. there were these uh, moments where the RA would was set up these meetings, these dorm meetings where they would talk about like etiquette, right? Mm-hmm. How to properly address people. I heard now, like in college, um, they address the fact that you should call people by the pronouns that they want to be called, like his, her, him, mm. they, that, yeah, you know, all yeah. that other stuff. That's like really? a huge thing. Wow. Okay. Yeah, in in uh, Irvine specifically, it's like wow. that. So I have a nephew out in Irvine right yeah. now, and he was telling me that the first day when they moved into their dorms, mm-hmm. they were very particular about making sure that you call people by their specific pronouns, mm-hmm. right? And when he raised his hand, and he never heard of this because like sacramento they weren't really talking about that yeah, shit, i yeah. guess and he just and he he went there and he asked and he goes like i, I don't understand what this is right yeah and they kind of gave him an attitude like he was being difficult he was like uh-huh. no excuse me and he got mad he goes you can't get mad i don't know what we're doing right now i don't yeah. know what this is yeah yeah and so he got upset at the the like the dorm ra because yeah. they were giving him attitude about asking a fucking question yeah you know like what the fuck are you doing yeah. like if you're gonna set these rules clearly people are gonna ask what's going on yeah bro you can't approach it like that you yeah can't, you can't be mad at somebody because they don't know and, and like if they're asking at least they're uh, taking the time to hell ask yeah. you know versus being like this is stupid as hell right because yeah, i was that guy so <laughs> at the dorm so they they gathered everybody around and there was this poster yeah. and they wanted to talk about using um gay as a negative uh like term right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
So I remember it was this poster that was on the wall. Mm. And like, hey, guys, uh, when you guys say that something's kind of whack or mm. dumb, what do you guys say, right? Yeah. And then there was like, I'm pretty sure one of the popular phrases that you guys have is that's gay. Yeah. Right. And they and on the wall, it says, don't say that's gay mm. because you wouldn't say that straight. Mm-hmm. And I looked at it. I was like, that's the gayest fucking thing I've ever <laughs> Everybody started <laughs> busting up laughing, right? Yeah, yeah. But the RA was not happy. Yeah. He like, kind of gave me a dirty ass yeah. fucking look, but I'm I couldn't sure. stop laughing because yeah. that roast was so perfect. <laughs> so Ray told me a story when he was he had a similar situation uh-huh. when he went to, when he was at his dorm and his RA was doing the whole thing, and they were talking about body positivity and image. And mm-hmm. image. This is like what like twelve years ago, mm-hmm. 10, 10, 11, 12 years ago. Yeah, and so. This podcast is brought to you by Honey. No, my friends, not what you call your lover, but the free browser extension that saves you money, honey. You know how you got that one Asian mom that be saving coupons for rainy days? Well, Honey is a digital version of that, but she scours the internet for the best promo codes and applies them for you at checkout so you get the best deals. And unlike the Asian mom, she don't beat your ass. You just get the coupons without the attitude. Let me tell you something. I don't buy anything unless Honey goes through that mug first. If there's a promo code or coupon to be used i need it immediately even on like websites like amazon and amazon is already crazy cheap honey gets to work on them prices for you nothing in this world feels as good as saving on deals it's simple if you have a computer honey should be on it it's free and works with whatever browser you use you can get honey for free today at joinhoney.com slash brain that's joinhoney.com slash brain I guess there was somebody within his group that's very good at dishing disses, but it's mm. not very good at taking. Oh, okay. One of those. So, one of those motherfuckers, yeah. right? So Ray told me this story where they were at the dorm and the, the RA started off by saying like, have you guys, when you guys look at a magazine. Yeah. Proposing this question. When you guys look at a magazine, what are the typical bodies that you see and what are the typical bodies that you don't see? And uh-huh. I don't know this guy's name, right? Yeah. And one of the homies were like, you don't see fucking Kyle on that shit, <laughs> Uh-huh. This dude Kyle, yeah. apparently he has issues with his personal body image uh-huh. that nobody fucking knew. Yeah. So he just stood up and he was like, fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck Ooh. you, guy! <laughs> just started screaming at the top of his lungs and yeah. it got really awkward, right? Yeah, yeah. And he tried to roast him back by saying something else. He goes, well, I don't see any you know, stupid, dirty Vietnamese people. It's like, bro, you went racist. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's <laughs> like, like, he just kind of took bro. it like, yo, yeah. man, like, chill. But the dude... Went off the fucking rails yeah. and started dropping f bombs on the motherfucker in the middle of the meeting. Hit, hit a sore spot. Hit bro. a super fat yeah. sore spot. Yeah. <laughs> a sore fat spot, dude. I what I would have liked to see is actually Ray tell this story. Though. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's what I would love to see. Dude, when Ray told me that story, I was uh, dying laughing. Yeah, dude. just because in that situation when somebody roasts you, yeah. Don't do that. Yeah, dude. Just laugh it off. You laugh know what it I off mean? And, or come back with something else. Yeah, it's yeah. like, hey, shut the fuck up yeah. and you start roasting them back. Yeah. But don't ever, ever in a public setting just fuck start- you. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> That's the- don't do that. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> don't do that type yeah. of shit. Yeah, yeah. But that was so weird. Like, I, I, I used to always hate people who could, who would always make fun of people, but when mm-hmm. they get made fun of, they mm-hmm. can't laugh. I, I mean, it, exactly, man. It's like, dude- if you're gonna if you're gonna joke around, you should be able to take a joke too. A hundred percent, man. Like you can't expect people to just uh, be cool and laugh, and and uh, you expect them to be okay with what you're saying. But moment they rib you a little bit, it's like, oh, how yeah. fucking dare you? <laughs> Fuck you! Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you! Fuck you! Yeah. I stopped. I stopped like roasting people back 
as much mm-hmm. because I don't I don't know how to teeter the line very well. Mm-hmm. Like I'm because I'm because the way my friends made fun of each other back at home, it was really hard. Yeah, it's just raw. So it yeah. was like I didn't. I don't know how to do that very mm-hmm, well. Mm-hmm. So like, for example, like some, I forgot what I said not too long ago, but one of, one of my friends uh, recently had like a falling out with their friends. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I forgot, like this dude started roasting me. Yeah. And uh, damn, I wish I could say your name, you little bitch. I'm embarrassed the <laughs> fuck out of you right now. But this dude was like, you know, making jokes and he's always good at making jokes. And mm-hmm. he started doing like fat jokes. I'm like, fat jokes are the easiest things that you could do. And yeah. I, I lost 60 pounds. So it's not that funny. Mm-hmm. So people weren't laughing that much. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dog, why are you even here? Like, Nobody likes you. Like, you don't have friends. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, I hit a sore spot. Oh, man. Right? And it's like, yo, man, that's like too far. And yeah. I'm like, dog, you started it off. Yeah. You're the one who made the fucking fat joke. Yeah. I'm over here just telling you that nobody likes you, dude. Yeah. I was like, I'm not even roasting you. These are just facts. Yeah. Like, why do you even come to these things? Yeah. <laughs> oh, he man. just like, it got really fucking awkward. Yeah. But I just told him, like, listen, you know what happens when you make fun of me. Yeah. I don't know that line. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. don't start. Yeah. Right. Yeah. People are laughing. Yeah. At your expense. Yeah. <laughs> but if you would have just laughed, it would have been okay. He just like, basically told him he's a fucking loser. Yeah. <laughs> and then he had, to, he had to internalize that. Yeah. I think it, it must have hit a sore spot for yeah. him or something like that. Yeah. Because nobody really likes him. Uh-huh. You know, because uh-huh. he, once again, he's one of those friends that likes to make fun of everybody else at their expense, mm-hmm. but can't take it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you must have forgot who the fuck I am in this group. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I don't like doing it. Like if somebody roasts me and it's light, yeah, I just yeah, laugh yeah. because there's no point in me coming back at you. It was yeah. like, you just made the group laugh and we all laugh together. Mm-hmm. But out of nowhere, the dude just started making fat jokes. And I'm like, first of all, I've been, I've had fat jokes said to me my whole life. Yeah. You better come prepared. Yeah. Like I'm going to fucking well, wreck that you. That and you're not even fat though, bro. Yeah, like, you like, know what I'm saying? It's like, like it's, it's a relevant joke. If that joke comes out, it's yeah. like, I've heard fat jokes my whole life. It's yeah. like, I got, and I know, you know them for years. Mm-hmm. So I know background story. We know history. Mm-hmm. So fat jokes are surface level jokes at yeah. this point. Yeah. Like I know for a fact, nobody likes you here, dude. You, you know, go what, home. You know what my approach now is at this age is, um, you know, because uh, I feel like uh, I'm pretty uh, sharp. Like, my, my wit is pretty sharp. Yeah. And so, like, I'm quick on my feet and, mm-hmm. like, thinking. Um, and so now I'm at a point where if somebody says something or tries to clown, it's based on my mood. Yeah. Sometimes I'm just like, all right. You Laugh know, about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to just take it. But then other times I'm like, okay, I'm going to obliterate you now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's that type of mood sometimes. But it's not like my younger days where it's, like, automatic rebuttal. Um, and it's not even like out of, uh, you know, pettiness or resentment or anything like that. It's just like, all right, you clown, I got to clown back. That's just the way it is. Like yeah. you, you, you basically engaged me in a sparring session, Yeah. but now it's just like, eh, sometimes I just don't really feel like, uh, you know, retorting back. I'm just like, cause yeah. I'm always, I think my problem is, is that yeah. because I used to get made fun of so much, mm. I always like to look for an insecurity ah, to end, the, end the, end the, end the conversation. Right. Cause right. I don't want any of that shit. Cause yeah. once they get mad like that, yeah. that's when it's over. Right. Like there was a buddy of mine who, um, he was making fun of me for like stupid shit, right? Mm-hmm. But I think I kind of took it the wrong way because uh, I just wasn't having it that mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what I mean. And uh, he was kind of making fun of me because like me and Mariel live separate lives, and mm-hmm. he was he was kind of alluding to the fact it's like, oh, she's probably cheating on you and shit like that, right? What? Which I didn't really appreciate, right? <laughs> and I just looked at him, yeah, and I was like, you're balding. <laughs> <laughs> and then he got uh, he was like what and then people you know one of the homies started laughing yeah, yeah. and I'm like dog your hair is so fucking thin you look like shit yeah right well that's what you get <laughs> yeah. but once again it's not really a roast yeah. it's just more like I just figured out what because this guy used to have thick ass hair yeah yeah and yeah. I saw it and yeah. I'm like bro what the fuck is going on with your head dude 
So you made it personal, bro. Yeah, I just called him Homer Simpson, dude. I was like, you got three <laughs> strands going from one ear to the other ear. I was like, who the fuck are you fooling, dude? And it's like, why would you even joke about... Like, well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I'm like, in most of the time, I could take those jokes. Yeah. And, you know, and I would come back with something else, but yeah. I just wasn't having it that day. And I'm like... You were in the obliteration bald. mode. Yeah, I was like, you're bald. <laughs> yeah. Was, and, you know, guys get really sensitive about their hair. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, not only are you bald, I was yeah. like, bro, since high school, you got so fucking fat. What do you have going for you right now? Right. <laughs> You know, and pe- you know, guys are just oh, going. Man. It doesn't help when the homies just go. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. they're like, "Don't fuck with me right now, man." Dude, I don't know what's worse to get the O oh, or just dead silence. You I know, know? <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> like you took it there. <laughs> yeah, I just started roasting him about his weight. Yeah, yeah. how much weight he's lost. Yeah. Oh, how much weight he's gained and everything. And I'm like, bro, I but got it, this all fucking day. Don't do this to but me. But that's the thing. It's just like you know to talk about your fiance cheating on you, especially because he never met her. Yeah, it's like it's, hold on a second, bro. It's like come on, bro. Like that's look, man. Why I don't even know why you got to joke about something yep. like that. Like come on, you, you're you're offending her honor yeah. <laughs> and, and and her integrity as a person. A hundred percent to suggest that she would even do something like that. Yeah. Then I just kept on looking up pictures of like bald people. <laughs> I just like started swiping through oh, no. Google. I was like, this, hey, this kind of right looks now, like. You. <laughs> I was like, this kind of looks like you. I was like, this kind of looks oh, like you. Man. You went. You went to the pettiness level. <laughs> I went bro. bad petty. I was doing that shit all night. Oh, you know God. when I hate people, dude, I fucking yeah. go at them, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I was him, I would have just taken the L and bounced them. <laughs> You know what? I tried. I, I I took an L on it. I'm gonna go home now, guys. I don't. I don't like. I don't do that shit as much anymore. But yeah. it's like, man, dude. Sometimes just people just catch you on a bad one, and they don't understand. It's like you got to understand. Like the way. It's like if you dish it, I could take it, mm-hmm. and I'll give it to you ten times back. Yeah. Or if we're both not laughing, yeah, then it should stop. Yeah. But yeah, for, yeah. for some reason, that joke specific, I think it's because he never met her or anything else like that. Yeah. So who's who, where's the joke here? Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. like. You're not roasting me. You're actually roast. You're actually making fun of my fiance. Yeah, you're not making fun of me right now. Right, right, you know? right. So that was like, ugh. yeah, I would have, I would have uh, been a little bit offended by that too. Like, yeah. yo, what the fuck you trying to say about my fiance, bro? It's it's funny how how weak people are though in that type of sense. It's like clearly you're balding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we all know. <laughs> right oh dog he got fucking super irritated because like uh we were at a bar yeah and um you know when these top lights are down you mm-hmm. can really see your hairline i was like april like, let like me help you real quick said, let me help you real quick like, this light's not helping you out i was like your hair's so thin i can see your thoughts <laughs> this, this will just started. oh man you know and i don't have like the thick luscious hair but i ain't balding yet yeah yeah, he was yeah like, well yeah. you're gonna get fucking bald one day too yeah. i was like but i'm not now it ain't today bro i know <laughs> it ain't today i ain't got a bird's <laughs> nest on my head right now <laughs> dog the picture i wish i still had it but the picture that i brought up to yeah. him was i was like you know what you look like right now yeah. and it was a picture of my grandpa just, oh, just completely bald i was like this man's 98 years old oh, man. and he died and this is what you look like oh bro I could only imagine. Fuck that guy. <laughs> how how the guy was feeling. At a certain point, he probably was like, man, this sucks. <laughs> it's just one of those people. There's like a couple of people. In, I mean, you guys have these group people in your uh, your your circle, right? And I have a lot of different circles just because I've been around so much. And, you yeah. know, I keep a lot of friends for life. Yeah. But there's people who, who like slip into your group that you don't really fuck with. Yeah. They've just been around for a long time. So they're always there. Yeah. But then I have an issue of of kind of like... As long as they don't talk to me, we're good. Yeah. But when you start engaging me in that type of stuff, it's like, I actually don't like you. Yeah. So it's like, this is going to be a fucking issue. Not to mention, you're, they're like entering your arena. You yeah. know, it's like, come on, man, it's what I do. 
Like roasting is, you know. And there's people who have roasted me hard. Dude. Yeah. They've gotten me bad. I just yeah. got to sit there and laugh it yeah. off. I'm like, damn, that shit got to hurt my feelings, yeah. bro. Yeah. <laughs> you like, got me. Like, you got me, bro. That's just fucking good. Yeah. But there's, once again, the people who can't dish it well that I'm really good friends with, yeah, yeah. They, they can't take it well. I just mm. I just give it to them. Mm. I'm like, ah, you got me. Because yeah. if I say something back, it makes yeah. our friendship weird. So I'm just like, ah, it's whatever, dude. Yeah, and yeah. I just say, oh, you got me. Yeah. Like, unless... Uh, Unless they, go around laugh. unless they go around telling people that they roast me all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, it's on now, dude. Like, <laughs> when we meet up, yeah. I'm just going to start clowning on your fucking ass. <laughs> it's like keeping records. Yo, my <laughs> friends say this. to like, dude, you have a list. Uh, like, you have a list of people that wrong you. I was like, I fucking do. <laughs> well, let's get into the genius suggestion of the day. Okay. I feel like people fuck with this stuff. But um, <laughs> let's see. What, uh, we'll save this one for the next one. Okay. Let's do this one. Okay. Uh, no last name. Let's leave the name out. This dude's name is Jordan. Hey, David, uh, been a fan for a long time. Hope you're doing good and shit. All right. <laughs> this was like a casual as fuck. I mean, other than a fucking pandemic, I think <laughs> we're doing okay. Yeah, hope you're doing good and shit. Yeah. Hey, this motherfucking thug. Hope you're doing good and shit, bitch. But anyways, man, uh, I'm 22, going on 23 years old. 50 Tyson. And I just... <laughs> 50 Tyson. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, you remember yeah. Oh, shit. That has not even, like, entered my realm of thoughts in so long. Holy shit. 50 That's Tyson. The original funniest fucking Bro, viral video. Bro, was so dope, man. I'm 50 Tyson. I'm 50 Tyson. I'm 16. Next year, I'm going to be... Remix. <laughs> oh my god! I got, I'm gonna have to watch that when I get home later, dude. Dog, dude, people were calling him at the time retarded Tyson. Like, oh. uh, like. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's what they were saying. That's, that's fucked the, up. That's not what I was saying. Yeah, that's what I know, that was. I know. What I, know were saying. I remember. I remember. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, man, I'm going. I'm 22, going on 23 years old, and I feel like I don't like. I don't uh, relate to like anyone around me. I feel like I'm always behind in life in some way. I've been the black sheep from uh, of my family and friends, but I've just been the funny dude that people want around like no genuine friendships. Okay, that's contradictory. Uh, I come from a lot of one-sided relationships with family and past friends. For example, they only speak to me if they need something or if it's convenient for them. The few people I sort of interact with even say I'm kind of a mysterious guy Ooh. Hmm. because I don't really share much, but it's just because I always feel like everyone expects me to be the happy-go-lucky person and I don't share the stuff I'm dealing with uh, just because I'm used to people not really being there for me. Have you ever gone through this before or something similar? Well, it's just a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy at that at point, no? Because if hmm. you're unwilling to share, if you're unwilling to you know expose who you really are, how do you expect people to know who you really That's are? That's what I'm saying. A lot of this is contradictory shit. What yeah. the fuck are you saying, guy? <laughs> like, yo, I don't really have deep relationships. And you just said you don't share anything about yourself. Yeah, so what the fuck are you saying, I, man? I think, I think um, he's, he's uh, looking at it from uh, the wrong perspective. I think, I think he feels like he's already assumed that people won't accept him for who he is and how oh, yeah, he's yeah, really yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? And then so it's automatically a guard put up and maybe it's even an insecurity. Like, oh, if people really know who I am. But it's like, bro, that's the risk you got to take if you want to develop meaningful relationships and, and friendships with people. Yeah, because this honestly is on you right now. If you're, if you're sure. asking for advice to feel, I'm, I don't think this is what you're doing, but uh, to feel pity, there's no pity because this is actually your responsibility. Yeah. You, you literally stated that people expect you to always be happy because you don't show them a sad side. That's your, how's that their fault? Yeah. That's exa you. Exactly. That, <laughs> that is, and so there's obviously some like, um, 
inner things he needs to work out in yeah. order for him to get to that level. Because, I mean, I could understand how he has a reservation about exposing a certain side of him because, like I said, maybe he feels insecure or he doesn't want to be judged, whatever. But he has to overcome that. I mean, that's yeah. that's that's like an inner turmoil thing. And so once he gets past that, then you could really see, like, who vibes with you on that level. Mm-hmm. And, but then if you're constantly putting on this mask of all, you're just this joking, happy-go-lucky guy. Yeah. And then as a result of that, you think people expect that from you all the time, 24-7. Whose fault is that? Exactly. Exactly. So relationship like friendships too and relationships that you have is always weird right because there's a there's definitely a, a balance of how much you can unload onto somebody right mm. and i've gone to this really specifically with a with a few friends of mine where yeah. um i do understand where he's coming from like for example there are certain friends out there that you have that uh, only use you as uh, as joe would like to put it as an emotional tampon mm-hmm, right so mm-hmm. whenever they only hit you up when shit goes bad and they for want to use sure, you to bro. fucking vent all the yep, time yep. that's a very exhausting relationship absolutely so i completely understand where you're coming from if that's the only thing that you're doing with your friendships is you meet up and you're like hey man let me tell you how bad my day is right then yeah you're gonna be that fucking bitch in the group that nobody wants to be around yeah um specifically i'll tell you about this person that I know um, we were we used to be really good friends when we came into LA mm-hmm. and mind you I think for me because at the time I think I had a softer heart mm-hmm. I, I would listen to a lot of people's problems in mm-hmm. that type of sense yeah. but I didn't kind of take into the account how much it was draining me yeah yeah i, I didn't think about that right, i was right. like yo why am i always so fucking t- why am i sad yeah it's like you know why it's because this grim reaper that i'm around <laughs> is just fucking sucking the life out of me this yeah. succubus yeah right and so the, the problem that I had with this uh, individual is that every time I would meet her up, she would complain about how difficult her life is. She would talk about something about her past that was so fucked up that was, you know, which is understandable, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But every interaction that I had with her was about her woe is me stuff. Yeah, yeah. Now, mind you, I get it sometimes when I see them in a very tough and terrible situation. But this girl specifically, mm-hmm. gorgeous girl, mm-hmm. fucking pretty as shit, right? Mm-hmm. So it's pretty girl problems. Yeah, yeah. And then on top of that, no matter how great things were happening for, like for example, so this person was was an actress, right? Mm-hmm. And she would book major roles, like mm-hmm. really good fucking roles. Mm-hmm. And uh, prior to that, a month ago, she would be like, I'm not booking anything and this is the reason why I'm sad. She would book these roles, get fucking buco checks coming yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. And then she goes, I'm st- I'm, not, I'm so upset. I'm not booking the right roles that I want. For- I'm like, okay, just, mom- just a few months ago, you yeah. were barely making ends meet, paying yeah. your bills. Yeah. You're booking these huge things. Now you have a surplus of money. You're still not fucking happy. And you're yeah. still looking. And every time we have a conversation, you're, you're complaining. Mm-hmm. And so I stopped talking to her for almost a year mm-hmm. because it was fucking killing me. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, all right, cool. Maybe we could see each other or whatever, right? And then, you know, I started, you know, I hit her up on text. Like, yo, how have you been? Blah, 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 Um, Didn't really decide to meet her up, but I actually saw her outside of uh, Kangodong mm-hmm. Petchum mm-hmm. in uh, Los Angeles when it first opened yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. And so I see her, haven't seen her in a hot minute. And then her family, her family was out, uh, was here from out of town. Uh-huh. The first thing she says right when I see her, hadn't seen her in a fucking year, right? I go, yo, how have you been? I haven't seen you in a while. Like, you know, we haven't we haven't kicked it in a long time. Like, you know, we were just talking to each other. Yeah. And she goes, oh, can I just tell you about my day? And I'm like, I looked at her. I said, I'm going to go inside. Yeah. And I just went straight inside <laughs> and I just ignored her. I haven't talked to her in damn near like six years. That's like just perpetual misery. And, yeah. and what do they say about misery? Misery loves company. You and know, I'm not a miserable person. Yeah, I don't exactly, need that shit. Exactly. People don't understand that 
how draining it is to be around somebody like that. And they think like that you're that. the bad friend. Yeah, it's like, dude, no, nobody wants to constantly be around a fucking whiner and a complainer and somebody who's bringing negativity all the time. Look, as a friend, I'm going to be there for you when you need me, yeah. right? I'm, I'm going to give you that kick in the ass if you need it sometimes. I'm going to give you just be there as a listener sometimes, give you advice sometimes. But if you're constantly coming to me and just fucking complaining and whining, I don't need that type of negativity in my fucking life. Yeah. You figure your shit out and get your shit together. You're a fucking adult, you yeah. know? Um, and so, like, I completely get it, man. If I had, I, I mean, I've had, um, I'm not going to say maybe to that extent where, where somebody's just constantly complaining, but I've had my, you know, fair share of dealing with whiners and complainers. And it's like, at a certain point, you recognize Dude, this person's going to complain no matter what. It doesn't matter yeah. what it is. No matter what they, like you said, something that they complained about before got better, but they find a new thing to complain about yeah. now. Something is always wrong. And it's like, if something is always wrong, maybe something's wrong with you. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, because they don't, they're they not looking at things through a, a gracious lens, right? Yeah. There's no gratitude. Cup is, cup is half empty for them. Very pessimistic. All the fucking time. Yeah. And I, so I understand when you feel like you might be that person. But there are times where, you know, if if a majority of the times you're a happy-go-lucky, happy person, yeah. then, yeah, you're allowed to vent and kind of process your thoughts with for other sure, people. For Friends, sure. Honestly, like, if you guys haven't gone through therapy, that's it's it's almost like having an unbiased best friend, mm. where, where, but they have, you know, an expertise and they help you, like, filter through your thoughts. Mm -hmm. That's what a, a lot of therapy that people get is through their friendships. Yeah. Like, they do get to vent to each other sometimes. Yeah, yeah. As long as, like, the reason why you're they're around you isn't for you to just constantly use and abuse that emotional part of your relationship and then toss them aside. Mm -hmm. So I think, like, he's being a little paranoid. Yeah, if he... Uh, Jordan, man, if you want people to know the real you, you got to show people the real you. And, and you cannot... Uh, be scared of like being judged for it or, or you know being looked at I mean listen man if you got some strange fucking quirks or don't like automatically you know first time you meet somebody be like can I suck your dirty toes you know what I mean like if that's the real yeah. you bro there's a there's gonna be a little bit of greasing before you can get to that but if it's other shit, man, like... Because you really do sound like a pessimist. Like, when I, when I read this stuff, you says, I've been the black sheep of my family and friends, but I've but I've just been the funny dude that people wanted around. That oh, First of all, that doesn't make any sense. How can you be the black sheep and then everybody wants you around? Yeah. I mean, black sheeps are usually an outcast. Outcast. They yeah. don't want you around. Yeah. Like, they uh, hate your guts. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I don't know exactly what he means by that, but um, I can see, like from from a, a standpoint of people expect you to be a certain way because that's all you've shown them i can understand that but again that's on him you know and i, I guess like i mean it, it, once again like you haven't set these boundaries and you haven't really defined your friendships and relationship with these people and that's your personal responsibility yeah yeah I, and, I, and i know because he mentioned one part that people only uh call them when they need something which i i get dude there was a dude in high school that i knew just like that and i fucking hated him yeah like he he's one of the people that comes into the group that every time we have a function, I have to stay away from him because mm -hmm. I know he's that person. Like, yeah. So the last time I actually spoke to him through my phone mm -hmm. was uh, like quite a few years back. And it's because, you know, as you get older, you your, your level of bullshit or the amount of bullshit that you could deal with becomes really, really small. Right, right. So I haven't talked to this guy in a hot minute. 
and hits me up. He goes, yo, brother, how have you been? Like, how's life? And I just literally wrote back to him, what the fuck do you want? <laughs> what, what do you want? And lo and behold, he was asking me for a favor. Uh-huh. It's like, nah, there's no favors here. Yeah. I haven't talked to you in a long time. We yeah. don't have that rapport. Yeah. There's none of that shit. Yeah. What I would have preferred is if you just came straight up and asked me. Right. I still would have rejected you, yeah. but I would have hated you. I would have respected you. it I would have respected more. it. Yeah. I would have hated you as much. Yeah. You know? So yeah, I, I understand what that's like. There's a lot of people in these in these cases, especially when you start doing really well for yourself. Mm-hmm. People, you'll you'll start to see people come out the woodwork. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's an odd place to be in. Yeah, but the 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 thing to take away from this, Jordan, is that you gotta not be scared to to be the real you, man. You gotta if you want people to see and you want to feel accepted for who you are, that that first step is on you. You gotta take it, and basically, it's on you to show people that. And from that point on, hopefully you can meet people who are down with, with all of, you know, your the full spectrum of your, your personality and who you are versus just this funny and easygoing guy. Um, but I mean, he might be, I mean, 22, 23, I think when, when you're at that age, it's like, sometimes I felt when I was younger, I, I kind of wore too many, uh, too many hats. Mm-hmm. Right. So, uh, I, I was just, I would tend to mold myself to what other people wanted me to be yeah. just because I would try to make them feel comfortable, mm-hmm. um, which is a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. Listen, we all, I don't know what the term is, like code switching or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. We'll change the way that we speak, our mannerisms and stuff to to a certain extent, you know, just so you could be comfortable with the crowd to kind of feel things out. Yeah. Everybody does that stuff. But mm-hmm. if you're changing the, the core of who you are right. just so you can mold into another group, yo, that shit is fucking exhausting, yeah. man. Yeah. It's too tiring. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I feel like it's a process that certain people need to go through to to learn like who they truly are, what their what their identity is. Um, other people, you know, get the grasp of it earlier. But yeah, it's a process for everyone. And so twenty two, twenty three, I feel like he still has a lot to learn and go through. Yeah, man, you'll, he, you'll get to that point one yeah. day, like me, where you're super jaded. You don't give a fuck. <laughs> like you don't. You gotta. This is the most liberating fucking time of my life, yeah, where you, it's just like I don't. Give a fuck, man. Uh, I did a, I did a, uh, I did a favor for somebody recently. Mm-hmm. Damn, I wish I could say names; it would make things a lot easier. Mm. I'm gonna just say fake names. So I did yeah. a favor for my, uh, for my friend Jackie. Right? Yeah. Um. So, <clears throat> uh, because of my online persona, uh, this favor that I did for her, she she mentioned that one of her friends uh, talked to her, mm-hmm. uh, uh, through like DMs or something like that. They're like, "Oh, you got to meet David So, mm-hmm. right?" And she goes, yeah, it's actually uh, one his his fiance is actually a really good friend of mine, and mm-hmm. so you know he helped me out with a couple of things. And this person wrote like, uh, he's not really as nice as he says he is, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, and she mentioned this to me. She mm-hmm. goes, yeah, I got a little irritated when that person said that about you. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I was like, listen, if I gave a fuck about what everybody thought about <laughs> me, mother, or if I had a dollar for every time somebody says something right. negative about me, I'd be fucking rich out of my mind. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, you got to think about it like this. If this person, I'm living in this person's head rent fucking free. Yeah. I don't know this person. Yeah. This person saw me on a couple of videos. I probably said something very, you know, disparaging towards that person, or maybe I wrote a negative comment towards them. Yeah. And now that individual had to go out of their way to ask you if I'm a really nice person in real life because they hate my guts. Right. (laughs) And then she was like, yeah, I was, I was like sitting there. I had to defend you saying like, no, you were like one of the nicest people I've met. You're very cordial. And you know, you're a version of who you are in your videos, but Mm -hmm. you're very nice. Mm -hmm. I was like, you don't have to do all that. All you have to tell them is, Fuck off. Yeah. If you want to meet him, yeah. come say something to him. Yeah, Simple yeah. as shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, that's the thing too. When you start to realize when you're 
who you are starts to irritate somebody else's spirit, you that's on them. That is not on you at that point. Mm-hmm. You're just being your fucking self. Yeah. I'm at this point now in my life where you will get there too eventually. Not to say that you're not an unempathetic person. Not to say that you're not going to care about how you carry yourself and how you come across to other people. You got to have sense. You got to have <laughs> sense. You <laughs> yeah. got to have tact. Yeah. These are all there too, right? Yeah. But the fact that I, I'm not in a point in my life where I feel like after that person told me this information, am I going to go back and say, oh, shit, I should probably change the way I do my videos. Mm-hmm. I should probably change the way I say <laughs> yeah, things. Yeah, out. exactly. Yo, fuck that. Suck exactly. my fucking nuts. <laughs> yeah. If I, I'm living in your head rent-free, that's yeah. your problem. You need to evict me out of there. Yeah. No, that's, that's always been me too, man, since I was young. I never gave a fuck what anybody thought about me. It's like, you got a problem with me? That's too fucking bad. Man, nobody said you got to be friends with me. Nobody said you got to like me. Shit. You yeah, know? I never attacked you personally. Yeah. Like, if like, my spirit irritates well, you. maybe sometimes I have. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and that's fine. It's justified that you don't like me then. Yeah, you're going bald, man. But whatever the case <laughs> is, yeah, like I just, I really don't give a fuck what people think about me um, outside of the people that I care and love for, you yeah. know? If uh, if somebody that I love is telling me, oh, I'm hurting them in a certain way or I'm causing some sort of like problem, then I'll listen, you know? But if it's like some rando or like some acquaintance, I don't give a fuck. You could suck my dick, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's really what it is. Yeah. When you get to that point in your life where you could tell somebody freely to suck your dick, yeah. that's a great – it's liberating. <laughs> yeah. Right? Because when you're younger, you just want to make sure that you fit in. You don't want to, like, stir the pot or nothing. Mm-hmm. And you, you're probably in that right now. You're overthinking these situations. You're like, oh, what if I open too much? Are they going to think I'm overbearing? Yeah. If I'm not happy, nobody wants to be my friend. Yeah. Bro, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, shut the fuck – you are so fucking annoying right now dude i'm surprised that you're the black sheep and everybody wants to be around you like that makes no fucking sense what the fuck are you talking about dude i think maybe what he's saying is like i don't i'm completely going off assumption here but when he's saying he's the black sheep maybe like his interests are different from what the status quo is you know Mm. like things that most people would do and say or whatever he kind of strays from that i don't know it almost sounds like a self-proclaimed title rather than like the family outcasting him as the black yeah, sheep. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're the black sheep of the family. You're a fucking disappointment. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you're he's a piece just, of shit. He's like Eminem in the bathroom just fucking yeah. like, looking at himself yeah. in the mirror. <laughs> I feel like this is, a lot of this is like kind of coming from within. Feelings, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, these feelings are coming from within, insecure, whatever. But like you'll be you'll be so surprised, like the power of just like positive thought. Yeah. That should sound like some hippie shit, but yeah. Uh, I think when we define it like that, it sounds a little weird, but I'm, I'm definitely at that wavelength of just uh, wishing good things to happen and it happens, right? Um, there was, we talked about it on JK News where they were doing like, I don't know, there's probably Japanese people that was doing this dumb study, but <laughs> it was like, Japanese people would be studying some stupid oh, shit, they, dude. All kinds of crazy quirks. Yeah. I love it. But dude. it was like uh, speaking to like these ice forms and the ice particles and when you would... Um, look at it under a microscope mm-hmm. when you would say negative things like the the ice structures were all fucked up yeah but when you said positive things it yeah. was like these beautiful fucking structures now before they were looking through the microscope were they also taking some acid <laughs> <laughs> and they were high as fuck yeah it's like well step one before... drop some acid dude yeah. <laughs> see this shit <laughs> that sounds like that's some crazy shit yeah that's some crazy shit right there but there's like po- I, I, I'm not sure we gotta look this up but there was like studies where uh they were talking about if you 
you spoke kindly to plants like they mm. would even grow better or something like that like that type of stuff because they're living beings or something yeah. like that yeah i'm i'm curious to see how that happens because i spoke really kindly to my tomato plants and that bitch <laughs> only gave me two tomatoes fucking cut back <laughs> piss me off dude um but you know there's also that uh the idea right like even if you're in a shit mood or not feeling good if you smile the act of smiling right will make you feel better yeah I, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure there were studies done on that too. They do that with dogs too. When yeah. you when you train dogs who yeah. are are timid and scared, uh-huh. when you walk with your dog, they'll ask you to lift your dog's tail up mm-hmm. because the the motor function of of that of uh, having their tail up is a sign of them being um, secure and yeah, happy yeah. and also yeah. confident. Yeah. So dogs who are scared, they'll walk them and they'll hold their tail up and it helps them yeah. out. Yeah, I would just helicopter. It's like, Come <laughs> on, buddy, <laughs> let's go. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, I think it's hard for us to also kind of look at ourselves from an outside lens, right? For sure, for sure. Because we, for, for as far as I know, he says he's like the bell of the ball. Like mm-hmm. he's like this super <laughs> social guy and everybody loves him. But what if you come into the room and I see you in real life yeah. and they're like, yo, this fucking guy Jordan's here again. Fucking loser. Has the name of Michael Jordan but can't even touch a basketball. Who knows? You might be that guy. Yeah, I mean, th- that is a good point though. You, you really do have to try to be honest with yourself of who you are and how you're perceived, you know? Because mm-hmm. um, that's that's definitely, uh, I think, a healthy step towards like you finding your community, right? Mm-hmm. If you're if you're trying to be somebody that you're not, you're not ever going to find your community, right? Yeah. And then so like if your perception is, oh, people only want to see the happy-go-lucky joking Jordan, right? Then they like they don't know you. So they, they can't be the community you're seeking because yeah. they don't know what other part of Jordan exists, yeah. you know? And maybe those group of friends are probably not the one for you. Yeah. For example, I've talked about multiple times in this podcast, like I wanted to be around like thugs. Mm-hmm. I did not belong there. I was a very, <laughs> I was the odd person out. Yeah. You want to talk about a feeling of not belonging? Right. That's me, dude. Right, right. I'm over here just in the corner, just like, the yeah. f- where am I? Yeah. Like, why am I here? It's hindsight. You're like, why did I put myself through so much stress and anxiety? Yeah, I got, listen, I got so many stories about being in these dangerous situations yeah. where if I I wish somebody just had a camcorder and you see all these people just like bandana colored out and I'm just sitting here just with glasses and a, and a split mm. haircut just in the like, like who the fuck is this loser here and I'm like look I'm with this dude <laughs> you know and I'm just sitting there quiet not saying anything at all yeah. and I didn't belong there if you want to talk about being a black sheep I guess I was the black sheep of that group yeah you, you know what you just mentioned um, reminded me of a thought that I had uh, a long time ago, but the whole, you know, you said if, if there was a camcorder recording of like, you know, yeah. all these, I had an idea because now we're in a time and space where it's realistic, very realistic to be able to document your life in real time. Mm-hmm. Right. So I had this idea of like, what if there's somebody out there who's documenting their life in real time right now? And the plan is once they get to an age where like all the kind of um, their youth uh, is gone and yeah. all the fun things that they did when they were younger they watch it back in real time oh wow you know what i mean so like when you turn 70 you're like you know what i want to relive my 20s and so i'm gonna watch in real time what my day-to-day was like in the 20s God, there'd be a lot of jacking off it's like yo this full jacked off everywhere man this what yo you know i, I remember one time, i think i said this on jk news but yeah. i remember one time i was so fucking horny like i and then uh, I had to go to my parents' store, right? Yeah. And there was a, 
This took another left. Nah. I took a left. So I, was at my, I was at the beauty supply store, yeah. right? And this yeah. fucking fine ass girl came in with a fat ass and mm. everything, right? And just look, like, I'm in high school right now. Mm. My dick would get hard over anything, yeah, dude. Yeah, right. Like to the point where sometimes a dude would walk in, my dick would get hard, and I'd be like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, why is my dick hard right now? Yeah. I was like, oh no, those two are separate things. Yeah. They, don't, they don't work. My dick's just hard for no reason. Yeah. But they would, like, I would just be chilling, yeah. and then this one fucking fine ass girl came in with a fat mm-hmm. ass, mm-hmm. and then this boner would not go away. Oh, man. It was. It was pissing me off. Yeah, yeah. Because even after she left, yeah. I was I wasn't thinking about it at all. But yeah. my fucking dick was still hard, and mm-hmm. I had to sit sit down on the chair, cross yeah. my legs. The, and the art of hiding the boner uh, during I, your teenage years. I had to hide this boner, and there's yeah. only one little thin path that would go all the way to the back into the bathroom. Uh-huh. So I had to wait for my mom to go help a customer, or there had to be one customer there mm-hmm. that my mom would trust, so I didn't have to be there. Yeah. And so I had to fucking wait, and then she got down and she went over to go help the customer. I was like, I'm gonna go to the back to go to the bathroom, and I went to the bathroom i was like i have to jack off <laughs> there's only one way there was oh only God. way to solve this problem in yeah. that dingy little bathroom at my parents store yeah. at a beauty supply store yeah. i fucking whacked off <laughs> with the fury and i and i remember that's the first time i jacked off standing up oh wow i've never jacked off standing up yeah. before yeah right and after that i was like i'll just jack off in the shower <laughs> like it's such an easy cleanup. You had an epiphany. Yeah, and it started unfolding this whole whole new world. This Aladdin moment, a whole new world of just jacking yeah. off in the shower. Open your eyes. To- yeah. But I just remember I was just whacking off in the bathroom. Just, bah, 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 hurry up, hurry up. The customer's here. So I had to fucking jack off as fast as possible. And I just nutted right in the toilet. The fact that you felt like i need to do this right i i feel so horny that i need to do this right now i don't think i've ever had a moment like that Dog, but my my fucking boner wouldn't go away it wouldn't crazy. go it was like a solid like how i mean for me it felt like 10 minutes but i'm pretty sure it was probably like three or four minutes but you know it just it, it just, wouldn't listen you just had a throbbing cock man yep. that needed to be released fucking i still remember that ass till this fucking goddamn day dude <laughs> speaking of touching genitalia how about that Rudy Giuliani? <laughs> oh yeah, this one was telling me about what happened again. It was so. Um, as some of you guys might know, Borat Two is coming out, and you know Borat always uh, does these interviews with real people, and they get them. He he always finds a way to get them in these precarious situations, and he manages to manage to get them to say and do things that they normally might not do. And in this genius, yeah, in this uh, scenario with uh, Rudy Giuliani, apparently his the actor that's playing his daughter was posing as a news reporter for a conservative um, news outlet, and then so hold on, let me let me let me pull up and <laughs> read because there was an article written about this shit. Okay, so um, in the film released on Friday. Uh, the former New York mayor and current personal attorney to Donald Trump is seen reaching into his trousers and apparently touching his genitals while reclining on a bed in the presence of the actor playing Borat's daughter, who is posing as a TV journalist. What the? <laughs> Wait, explain to me what the fuck is happening. So, so let, me, let me read the rest of it for okay. you. So following an obsequious interview for a fake conservative news program, the pair retreat at her suggestion for a drink to the bedroom of a hotel suite, which is rigged with concealed cameras. After she removes his microphone, Giuliani, 76, can be seen lying back on the bed, fiddling with his untucked shirt and reaching into his trousers. They are then interrupted by Borat, who runs in and says, She's 15. She's too old for you. (laughs) 
<laughs> very nice. <laughs> very nice. She's a 15. She's too old for you. <laughs> oh my god, that's gonna be so fucking damning, dude. Oh my. In the middle of <laughs> Wait. election, you know? <laughs> Wait, how the fuck? How do they get this recorded? I don't know, man. And how is it released without them getting sued? I have no fucking idea, but that's what I'm saying. Like, dude, everything that that Sasha Baron Cohen releases as these characters, you always ask that. How the fuck did this get released? Wait, married? You know? Is he married? I'm pretty sure he's married. Yeah, I'm pretty fucking sure he's married. He wasn't getting his dick sucked. He was jacking off to her in the room. So it's like, I don't know exactly if he was masturbating, but it looked like he was trying to get himself... Hard. Going, you know? Oh, that's what he was doing. <laughs> yeah. Some old people shit. <laughs> I can't relate to it, but... He had a conversation with his dick, like, please don't fail me yeah, now. He's please. Like, he just started oh, slapping it. Come on, come on, come yeah. on, come on. We gotta do it, Rudy. Come on. That's fucking funny, dude. <laughs> yes, I can't, I can't wait to see Borat. <laughs> dude, man, if you know what's so fu- interesting about that stuff? It's a comedy, but that does show... I don't want to say, like, corrupt politics, but it's yeah. more like... Just how weird these fucking people are, man. People in power are fucking weird, man. Yeah, dude. What is it about them? Is it because you guys couldn't get pussy when you were younger and so you just have to do it now? Look what the fuck is wrong with you. Oh, man. You know, I think there's a a whole spectrum of reasons of why they are the way they are. I mean, for, I think, celebrities, I think it's at a certain point, they they start getting weird maybe sexually and their taste sexually because it's too easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're a dude... You get, or a straight dude, you're getting pussy all the time. Mm-hmm. If you're a straight female, you're getting dick all the time, anytime you want it. And it's so easy to come by at a certain point. He's like, you know what? Standard pussy and standard dick is boring to me now. Yeah. I want I want some freaky shit. Yeah. You know, I want to, maybe I want to explore a butthole of the other gender. You know, like, you know what I mean? That's fucking weird, man. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I be hearing stuff about like celebrity musicians and mm-hmm. talking about how they, they specific, and this is like people in like the studio circuit, mm-hmm. and there's constant rumors about them being, you know, whatever fluid, bisexual, or whatever. Mm-hmm. These are like married, married mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. dudes and women, and it's like they've gotten like, for example, in the most crudest way possible. Some of these guys are so fucking popular that they can literally get any woman that they want. That out of nowhere, they just like, what's dick like, <laughs> you know? And then they're like. Let me just see what it's like to get fucked in my ass. Yeah. And they just start doing, and then from that one, that's like a gateway to other weird shit. Right, right. So I could imagine with some of these celebrities, what happens to their psyche when they get bored with just regular fucking dick or vagina. Yeah. And they want to try weird shit. Yeah. That's why you have some of these motherfuckers. They're fucking insane, dude. Yeah. And also, I think it's a reason why some of these celebrities uh, come off so rapey because like to them, it's It's so easy. You know what I mean? Like they don't even have like bare minimum effort. And it's all like almost a given that it's going to happen. But then sometimes you're going to meet people who are like, what the fuck? Nah, yeah. I'm not going to suck your dick right now. Fuck. Yeah. Is it, what you mean you're not going to suck? <laughs> yeah. This one usually happens. Yeah. You don't know who I am. Yeah. So I know exactly who the fuck you are. And I'm going to fucking know, sue your ass now. I know who the fuck you are, you fucking pervert. Yeah. That's hilarious. Dude, Borat is a genius, man. I had this. Um, oh, let me tell you about this. So I... At a certain point, I was pitching a lot of show ideas, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if you guys ever pitch a show idea, I'm not saying that this should be the best advice, but this was a, this is advice that was given to me anyways. Mm. When, you, when you're kind of pitching comedy shows, studios and studios kind of have to be mindful of advertisement money and everything else. And right. like, so when you kind of shoot for these crazy uh, ideas, you shoot for the stars mm. and then you let them chop it down to whatever you want to do. Yeah. So I had this like very interesting... <laughs> 
So I had an idea that was inspired by Borat. Okay. And I'm like, okay, cool. So you guys already know I had this uh, this character called Kim Jong-il. Mm-hmm. So Kim Jong-il is uh, essentially a North Korean defector, mm-hmm. right? Leader of North Korea. And he wants to come to America to, to do regular people shit. Mm-hmm. But he still does stuff in his North Korean dictator way. <laughs> so it's not really normal people shit. Yeah, yeah. He just, he just threatens people and says that, you know, I'm the best at everything. And they yeah. disagree. Yeah. So... I have this this I had this idea with a buddy of mine named Deepak, and mm-hmm. I and I still kind of want to create this if somebody is willing to do it, mm-hmm. but it, it would require for there to be actors and there's supposed to be um, and non actors in there. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to do stuff where uh, it's a series where this guy Kim Jong Il goes around and he wants to be the number one at everything, mm-hmm. but he but he's learning how to be a human and learning about uh, American customs. Yeah. <laughs> so for example, the first episode, yeah. and I pitched this in a meeting, and yeah. people were. Half the room was laughing, mm-hmm. the other half was mortified. Yeah. So I was like, so Well, that's this... how you know it's good though. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, so this is this is what the idea is. I so I kind of give them the premise about who Kim Jong-il is. And mm-hmm. people are laughing. They're like, oh, this is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, so the first episode, he's gonna be a uh, a woman self-defense teacher. <laughs> right? <laughs> and people are kind of smiling. Yeah. And I was like, but he's not gonna teach women how to defend themselves. Yeah. He's gonna teach men how to defend themselves against a woman who know self-defense. So <laughs> <laughs> So, because he's trying to, so he's using them as a prop. So he's, right he's looking for an open market. Yeah, so yeah. he's like, oh well. So he's he's a self defense teacher for rapists. Yeah. So like he he basically comes in, and there's like a sign that says that says uh, no means maybe. Yeah. That's like the first oh thing. Oh my god. So he has a toolkit yeah. where one toolkit is is a jar of of, of cold milk, uh-huh. and the other one is pliers. And yeah. the pliers is to to crush the rape whistle, oh. and the milk is for pepper spray, so you can put it in your eyes. So there was this, and literally half the room is dying laughing, yeah, and yeah. the other room is just kind of mortified, yeah, right? Yeah. But I'm trying to explain to them, and they're like, "Well, what's what's the takeaway from this?" I was like, "Well, the takeaway is that he's he's not successful at this." Yeah. So there's half planted actors and actresses. Some of the actors are really into it. It's all the males. They're yeah, like, yeah. Oh, like, they're taking like serious notes. Yeah. But there's also women in the self defense class. They think it's an actual women's self defense class, <laughs> and so we're recording them just mortified. Yeah, yeah. About the whole situation, yeah. but then afterwards, like the the thing is, is like. I'm not saying rape is okay, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. So the thing is, like, through this whole course, these people are freaking out and getting mad, and he starts to learn, like, mm-hmm. oh, I can't just run business with the way that I want. So he starts <laughs> to learn how to be a normal human being. Yeah. Because he can't understand why people yeah. are mad. Yeah. And that's how he starts to learn about how to be a functioning member of society by fucking up in all these situations. The the, the journey of humanizing King Jong Il. Exactly. So you're trying to you're trying to humanize this this uh th- this terrible leader, this dictator, that, this dictator that yeah. doesn't know any better. Yeah. And so um. That's what that's that's what the idea was, and it almost mm. got picked up. But it was like during some weird times when uh, North Korea was uh, hacking everybody, uh-huh, so they didn't uh-huh. want to touch any of it. Uh, but that shit was interesting. Like just watching the because the, they have comedian writers there, yeah. they have comics who are right. Yeah, they're dying laughing. Yeah, right. But then some of the execs are just like you see them visibly sweating. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, I don't know if we could do. I was like, but come on. <laughs> yeah, a fucking North Korean dictator that comes to open up a woman's self defense class <laughs> to teach rapists how to defend themselves against women. Yeah. I was like, that is ridiculous. Yeah, that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, and by the way, too, just to paint it, like he's getting his ass whooped throughout the whole thing. Mm-hmm. None of this is working. Every, yeah. You know, all these guys get fucked up by the women. So yeah. I, I, I know how to navigate it, right? Yeah, like yeah. I don't want people to walk away thinking like, oh, this is okay. Yeah. I'm making fun of these type of people. Right, like These right. people who are so stupid and aloof. Yeah, yeah. So like I, I tried to pitch that idea and it did not go through. <laughs> 
Well, the the fact that you got the reaction like that though, where it was so polarizing, Could that's you what you want. How fucking funny Dude, that is! That would be so ridiculous that you you have no choice but to fi- find comedy in it. That you know is, what I mean? That when I when I pitched that idea, yeah. like I still want to make it till this day. Yeah. Like I'm putting it out right now. Yeah, I mean, you might see it one yeah. day. Hey, come on, support, <laughs> support yeah. this Kim Jong Il. I have a <laughs> I have a pilot episode that I shot. Really? It, um, but it just didn't turn out that way. Oh, okay. Uh, we were trying to pitch it. It didn't work out. Yeah. But because nobody wanted to do this idea because yeah. it's very touchy. And but hard. in the pilot, you also had half and half, like actors and. and oh, no, real... this one was just all full oh, okay, actors. Okay, okay, so okay. the this one, that, that episode was him trying to be an actor. Mm-hmm. And then I have this whole, it was like a mockumentary style type of thing. Yeah. So the, so the spin was a little different. Okay. But this other one that I have was just supposed to be like almost like found footage, like security. You can't see shit. It looks mm-hmm. real as fuck, mm-hmm. which it is. It's like half real, half not. Yeah. yeah. So you're trying to fool this audience. So, yeah. But yeah, I wanted to try that. <laughs> That I was super bad. <laughs> the, the the memory that always sticks out to me with uh, Kim Jong Il is when you slap that dude in the face. <laughs> oh, you talking about my boy Chris? <laughs> I don't yeah. know his name, but that shit. Oh man, that shit had me rolling with that because it was so unexpected. Dog, you it know? still makes me laugh to this day. Yeah. You know what the funny thing is? I don't, I don't think I even told him I was gonna slap. <laughs> his reaction looks like it, dude. Oh my, that that shit. I think is, I just slapped the shit out of him. Dude, and he was like, "You gotta include that clip in this." <laughs> In this podcast, bro. Doug, I love that character, dude, because yeah. the character is such a terrible human being. Yeah, exactly. He's exactly. such a terrible person, yeah. dude. Yeah. And, and the fact that um, it's like a different angle because he's coming from, I mean, first of all, North Korea is the hermit kingdom. Yeah. So they're closed off completely. He's you know? ignorant. He's pure ignorance. Yeah, absolute ignorance. And on top of that, he has just unquestioned power exactly. and authority <laughs> assassins everywhere yeah. so you can't really do anything yeah. about it and then for that to even have some sort of restriction even the slightest amount that's a whole new foreign territory for yeah. him you know and even then when uh i started humanizing him a little bit because even, even no matter how much power he has he's still mm. a little bitch when it comes to his wife mm-hmm. that's when arden came on for that episode mm-hmm. where i had uh, z in there yeah and i thought z had the hardest time dude we had to do so many takes because he couldn't stop laughing <laughs> and because he would crack up i would crack yeah, up dude. yeah yeah because i'm just abusing the fuck yeah, out of him too yeah, i remember you're like kicking him and yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dog, that shit was hard to get through man i, I miss doing sketches though yeah, well, hopefully uh, somebody sees this out there and, uh, you know, throws a little money his hey, way. pick to... it up, dude. Let's yeah. make it happen, dude. Yeah. I'll do some funny-ass shit. Yeah. But people have to not be scared. That's the thing. Like, you gotta, Yeah, you got to be definitely willing to take some criticism for that shit. You yeah. Because like, uh, I'm not scared to put content like that. I'll defend yeah. that shit all the way down. Yeah. Like, it's, it's pretty simple. Well, it, that also reminds me of kind of like Joaquin uh, Phoenix's project when he was uh, trying to be a rapper, right? Uh, people didn't mm. know that that was a... a a character he was playing. Yeah. It was a project between him and Casey Affleck, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then so he went full method on that shit and mm-hmm. he was in that character on talk shows, it like out in public. And then later on, it came to light that, yeah, this was- you A know, character. Yeah. But at the time, people were like, is this a fucking joke or is this guy for real? Yeah. And they're like, oh my God, this guy is for reals right now. Yeah. He's really serious about giving up acting and being a rapper. And then it was so fucking polarizing. Damn, but... I didn't even know about this. Oh, you didn't you didn't know about this? I didn't this? know about this. Bro, Joaquin Phoenix went into this like hip hop mode. And then he was like, I'm going to be a rapper. I'm giving up acting. And then he went on the Letterman show to talk about it. And he was being super fucking awkward, you know, very socially. And Letterman didn't know what to do with about it either. Yeah. Because he was like, is this guy playing a character? Yeah. Or is he for reals right now? But- 
that's the thing. He didn't reveal it until like I think a year later after the fact, and they were making a mockumentary. That's Casey fucking Affleck. hilarious, yeah. dude. So that that was that's another spin on that type of shit. They knew exactly who he was, but he was playing a character and the didn't, whole time. Yeah, didn't tell anybody. Damn, that's fucking. These actors are nuts. Dude. Yeah. I'm telling you, the best actors are yeah. the most fucking psychotic human beings I've ever met. Yeah, man, Joaquin Phoenix. They're is a weird, incredible fucking actor. Yeah. You know? Did you? Who was the actor? Heath Ledger. Mm. I heard he was playing. Um, he was in Method the whole time when he was doing the Joker. Yeah, yeah. This would be at a cafe, just being the Joker, <laughs> and he would scare people. Like he would freak people the fuck out because he wouldn't break character. Why so serious? Yeah, he's like <laughs> acting like the weird, switchy, paranoid yeah, yeah. Joker that he's playing in the film. Yeah, but he's at a fucking cafe eating a croissant. <laughs> like, come on, dog. Like, chill for a second. But he got fucked up. I, I what? Um, Jack Nicholson was kind of warning him about that character. It's like, hey, you can't. You can't live in that character for too long. Yeah, it's gonna fuck yeah, you up. You know, so I, 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 there was like a lot of kind of like these um, stories and stuff that came out of how like that's the role that drove him to commit mm-hmm. suicide or overdose and whatever. But um, just uh, just as much evidence came out to counter that as well. Uh, yeah, so it's 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 like more of adding to kind of the uh, the story of it. It makes yeah. it seem a lot because it kind of came out of nowhere for yeah, a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, it ma- it makes it seem a lot more mysterious and like ooh that role must have really been that. Crazy. There's roles that fuck people up though because oh, I'm sure. um, I'm remember sure. uh, uh, Breaking Bad. Who's who is the main character? The young guy, the drug dealer. Um, Jesse. Jesse, Jesse Pinkman. Yeah. So yeah. Jesse, uh, Malcolm in the Middle's dad. What's his name? Um, what the character's name or the actor? Both. Brian Cranston and Walter yeah. White. Okay, so Brian Cranston. Yeah. Um, I guess the the the, the guy who's playing Jesse. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was doing a lot of method acting. I mm-hmm. forgot where I read this, mm-hmm. but he was doing it too much mm-hmm. to the point where I think he was at a bar and he was still in that weird, like paranoid. Yeah, yeah bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and then like Brian Craston was, was telling him to cut that shit out. Yeah. It's like, this is too much. Yeah. This is just very unnecessary. Yeah. It was like, you, you're kind of getting, you're kind of taking this overboard. Like mm-hmm. you don't need to do it. Like mm-hmm. as an actor, cut that shit out. Mm-hmm. Cause I guess it's not really healthy for your psyche mm-hmm. or some shit like that. Oh, well, at least he had something like an experienced, respected actor to like kind of pull him pull back. Him out of yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Be like, Hey, that's uh, you, you're crossing the line. But yeah. some of these other actors, like, they just go full 100%, you know? Because I do understand what it's like because when I was on, on Gook, like, Justin kind of, he didn't make me do method, but mm-hmm. he kind of made me live in the character for a long time when, mm-hmm. he was, when he was coaching my acting. Mm-hmm. And that shit made me into a very angry person. Mm-hmm. Like, it, uh, because of the scenes that we were shooting and it kind of leaked on this, I got so fucking mad at on set. Well, mind you, it was deserved because Justin pissed me off. Uh-huh. But I fucking <laughs> broke a table. I smashed his fucking chair. Yeah. I started fucking ramming my fist into this fucking fence. Yeah. I smashed the fucking fence. Yeah. I sat down and I was like, this fucking rolls fucking me up right now. <laughs> you know, because I was like, I don't think if I was normal, yeah. like this, I wouldn't have gotten that mad. I, I don't see you know? how it doesn't affect a normal human being. Yeah, like you're living with this character every yeah. night for fucking two months straight. You could only compartmentalize so much. Yeah, you know, I, I like shaved my head earlier. I gained yeah. weight. I yeah. started dressing like the character every yeah. day, and I'm like, this is exhausting. That's why I would love to spend the day with somebody like Daniel Day Lewis, who's been doing method That's acting the, his whole fucking he, life. He looks like a crazy person. Yeah, I would like to just have a conversation with this guy. Daniel Day Lewis, if he had to play a gay dude, he'd be sucking dick for two years (laughs) i wouldn't doubt it i wouldn't doubt it i've deep-throated 17 cocks in the last year it's like you didn't have to do that you're just playing you're playing a gay person yeah you you taking it to extreme like gay people don't even suck dick that much dude like it doesn't doesn't work that way man respect respect i've done it yeah i mean he's he's one of the best actors of our generation for sure daniel day lewis baby yeah you know it's weird um 
Damn, I wonder if I should bring this up for another podcast topic. We'll, we'll skip this. We'll, okay. we'll, we'll talk about okay. another one just because it, it might get a little fucking heavy. <laughs> but, <laughs> right. but when I when I wanted to be an actor, yeah. um, I think like I definitely look towards a lot of actors like that, mm-hmm. uh, like Daniel Day-Lewis, just mm-hmm. because to, to, to see somebody do something where it's that convincing yeah. blows my mind. Yeah. Like you're convinced. Even people, people don't understand – some actors are so fucking good. They play a villain so well. You you say you hate the actor, right? But you don't hate the actor. You yeah. actually hate the character. Yeah, that they exactly. Play. Exactly. That's how fucking good they are. Yeah. You know, because mm-hmm. I've I've done that too. Mm-hmm. Remember that kid who played Lucius uh, uh, Draco Malfoy? He stopped acting because people were bullying him. Who? Draco Malfoy from Harry Potter. Oh, I never watched Harry Potter, bro. You're going to hell, dude. <laughs> You've never watched Harry Potter. I've, n- I've never. I never got into it. It was like, what's it, wrong with you, man? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was like. Um, uh, I, I think I was uh, too old uh, by the time it really started getting popular. It's for everybody. I dude. know it's for everybody, but like I looked at it as like, ah, it's not my cup of tea. <laughs> you know? Mary just watched Harry, Bo- Harry Potter for the first time during the quarantine. I'm surprised. She would be, she looks like somebody who would be like she, into that she, type she, of she's shit. She's scared of it because it's like creepy. It's like magic and you know, all what? other stuff. Yeah, she doesn't like creepy shit like I'll that. I'll tell you what, though. There is a Harry Potter video game coming out, though. That shit looks pretty dope. I'm not even a Harry Potter fan. No, you can't play until you watch it, dude. All right. Well, I'm not ever going to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> you never saw that shit? I've never seen it. That's fucking nuts. Well, dude, Harry Potter Land's only fun if you know what's going on. That's so people say. Look, when I was in uh, London, I went to the Harry Potter store to get my... Because my sister's a big Harry Potter fan. Yeah. Um, I was there and I'm like, yo, these people are on some shit, bro. They're like, <laughs> they're fucking hardcore with it. Yeah, you know? Havana Kedavra. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm trying to get something for her and I have no fucking clue what, there's like different schools and like, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yo, which one's the villain and which one's the good guy? Well, like, there's no good or bad guy, dude. It just depends on the though. school that you're I just from. know Harry Potter, uh, Daniel Ratcliffe. I know that guy. I know he's Harry Potter. And then you got that no-nose motherfucker. Voldemort. <laughs> I just know that's the creepy dude and I assume he's the villain just because the way he looks so I'm like trying to get my sister shit and I have no clue and there's a time difference so I can't even like hit her up you know yeah. and I'm there and there's I first of all I had to wait in line to get in there and I'm like I can't believe these motherfuckers are waiting in line to pay money like you're waiting in line willingly to pay money give them dude, money they have fandom like Star Wars people have fandom. Mm. You know, because J.K. Rowling is like the most wealthiest yeah, person in, yeah. whatever, in Britain or London or something yeah. like that. No, so it was, it was definitely interesting to see. And I'm like, man, people are really about this Harry Potter shit. And I remember re- I recorded a, because they got that cart going into the wall. What's yeah. that shit called? Oh, so that's when you go into the train station so you can go into the yeah, other and, and, and wizardry I, world. I recorded a guy because he was so into it, but this dude was like 30 something years old. <laughs> Oh, well, that's around the, that makes sense. If he's 30 something years uh, old, then it was around his time. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And it was, it was just cracking me up because it's like he was so into it. And it was so genuine, you know? I mean, I didn't like clown on the dude or anything. That, that would have been me, fool. <laughs> Talking about me you right now. into Harry Potter? Well, I, I didn't read all the books, but uh-huh. I love the movies. Okay. And when okay. I was at the men's warehouse, uh-huh. we had the full DVD set. Mm-hmm. And that's the only thing we could watch. So I watched that film from <laughs> front to end like a million times. You know what? Maybe I'll give it a chance, man. Maybe I'll I'll, I'll try one. It's slow out. in the first two, uh-huh. but then the third, fourth, fifth, and sixth one. That's when it's, it's like it gets because re- it becomes more dark. Okay, so I will give you an example of like uh, me giving something a, a try when I wasn't really into it. Lord of the Rings, right? 
Like, you know, Lord of the Rings oh, is Lord of the Rings huge. Is shit, dude. I know, I know. And then so like I was never into it, but I got a friend who's into it and he's like, Hey, you just gotta check it out. So I ended up watching all three. They're long too. They're like yeah, three they're hour movies. Super each. fucking long. And I got out of it and I'm like, Yeah, I could have done without that. <laughs> I didn't need that in my life. You know? I it's mean, so good though. No, I could I could see why people get into it and and like it's not that I'm not into the fantasy shit at all. Some some of it is appealing to me, but just but did you watch Game of Thrones? Yeah. How you not like Lord of the Rings? That's the thing. So that's what I'm saying. Like Lord of the Rings didn't. You know why? Because there's no fucking pussy and tits in that. That's why. Ah, uh, maybe. Because you know? <laughs> <laughs> I remember the only because I yeah. couldn't get into Game of Thrones because yeah. I watched the first season. And I hated it. I was uh, like, this is so fucking predictable. Yeah. Like, I, I was like, I'm over this shit. I'm glad you mentioned Lord of the Rings though, because what you're mentioning right now of an actor quitting it, Joffrey. The same thing. That was his main, like, like first time getting a main role. Mm. Um, and he basically, so many people hated on him, right? That's how good he is. Yeah, that's how good he, but if you listen to this guy speak, I mean, first of all, he's really intelligent, but he's like actually uh, kind of meek and, and yeah. like, you know, uh, guys. yeah, and, I was, and he quit acting. You just like I'm gonna focus on studies because they fucking bullied him, huh? I I don't know the exact reason. I but bet you because yeah, he I was t- he was getting death threats and shit. I think. Well, I'll tell you this, man. Mm. If I met that kid in person, yeah. I spit in his fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> how about that? That's yeah. how much I, he how good he is. Yeah, yeah, I would literally spit in his mouth. Yeah. Like, you son of a bitch. No, but I I, I always love. Um, that's why I love seeing kind of like interviews of these actors. Work where I'm like, dude, they played such a fucking like good role of of a like a villain or of a certain character. Mm-hmm. I want to see if they actually talk like that or their 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 mannerisms are like most of the time it's like completely Of fucking, course they're fucking acting. Yeah. People, people don't get it, man. That's like getting mad that's like that's like uh Getting mad at fucking Michael B. Jordan, mm-hmm. right? Because he was a villain in Black Panther. You yeah. see him in person. You fucker. Yeah. You know, how dare you? He died from cancer. I'm yeah. like, he was acting in a film, you son of a bitch. What are you talking about, yeah. you stupid asshole? Yeah. He was also Creed. Don't you forget yeah, that. That's you know? fucking Creed's. Yeah. <laughs> that's Apollo Creed's son, yeah, you fucking exactly. asshole. Yeah. Yeah. But dude, Harry Potter has crazy fandom, man. Like, mm-hmm. No, I know it does. Yeah. Like, I even had the, the app to see what school I came from, dude. Gryffindor, baby. What you, you know mean? What school? School you came from like, the so there's a app. <laughs> <laughs> what you're talking about right no, now. so there's an app where you can see what what school you're from so in harry potter uh-huh. there's a magical hat that assigns you to a specific school within the wizarding school so yeah you're, you can be hufflepuff gryffindor um slytherin uh-huh. or some other bullshit i uh-huh. can't remember there's four of them yeah um and so that hat looks at into your thoughts and your 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 past and your history and who you are and your personality to yeah. place you in a school so uh you they have an app for that where you answer a bunch of bunch of questions to see what school you end up in oh okay so you gotta add i was like the fuck this app doing looking yeah. into your <laughs> it says i belong at uc berkeley <laughs> yeah put it next to your ear yeah. <laughs> scanning complete <laughs> yeah and so they'll do that and then you can find out what patronus you are and so uh-huh. patronus is a spell that reflects who you are on the inside uh-huh. and then it, and it, and it fights off these these demons called dementors you don't know what the fuck i'm talking i'm about. like okay i know i know i remember the mentors because uh michael scott talked about yeah. it when the he dementors. was yeah they, 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 they were everywhere prison mike yeah about prison mike uh, was it right you would be the bell of the, the ball. ball you would be the bell of the ball <laughs> don't drop this up don't drop this up kick him out. Yeah. Like, the, the, the mentors they were everywhere yeah what did you eat we ate gruel gruel <laughs> sandwiches gruel Everything. So, so I know that the mentors are some sort of monsters from Harry Potter. Yeah. I'm guessing, but 
Yeah, mo- like 98% of what you said, I have no fucking clue the what you're funniest, talking about. Probably the funniest thing that ever came out of Harry Potter yeah. was during the time when um, they would do these book drops. Mm-hmm. And with book drops, just like shoes or anything else, yeah. uh, people who are fans of the series, they were hyped. And so they would line up outside of Barnes and Nobles and just to cop these books. Yeah. Well, there was this clip online where mm-hmm. a guy, he actually had an early copy of or downloaded the PDF. It got leaked and he uh-huh. read it. Uh-huh. And so these kids were waiting for this book. He rolls down and oh, no. he goes, Dumbledore dies. Oh, no. <laughs> this kid <laughs> drops on his knees and he yeah. goes, I fucking hate you. And starts crying on the yeah. spot. Yeah. That shit made me die laughing that, so hard. That's pretty cold though. You know, because I hate motherfuckers who spoil shit for me. You know, like movie spoilers, TV show spoilers. So like, dude, if you're that into it. I mean, I could only imagine what, uh, you know, because I, I don't know who the fuck this dude is, the, the character you just mentioned and, and him dying yeah. or he or she, I don't know. But I could imagine if it was an important character and, and that and then somebody just ruined it for me and I've been waiting for this shit like for, for God knows how many years. I would I would slip that motherfucker's throat. <laughs> that little kid comes out with a pocket knife. Yeah, I would, yeah, I would be like, oh, you just you, you just fucking Dude, got a death wish. That shit was hilarious to me. I couldn't stop laughing because I was a fan of the series too. Yeah. When they told me Dumbledore died, I was like, mm, cool. Because uh-huh. the spoilers don't ruin the film for me. Okay. Um, because even if I know that it's gonna happen, I mm. forget about it as I'm watching the film mm. because I'm so enraptured okay. into it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I knew a lot of the stuff that people told me about Game of the Throne, Game of the Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> the Game of the Thrones uh, ahead of time. Time, yeah but it didn't ruin it for me ah, speaking of that that like that's not even a show i i think about now you know it, it, and it, it's so crazy how it went from the most talked about most watched show to like absolutely obsolete in pop culture because oh, yeah. of the fucking the last, last season yeah well not only the last season but the last like three episodes yeah you know it was dumb like, they should have ended the episode if they were going to end it like that with Arya killing the night king they should have ended it there. For sure. Any, Le- anything but that. Yeah. Anything but when the way she, they when ended it. When she killed the Night King, I yeah. assumed that that was the last episode. Yeah. And, you know, people complain about the dark shit, but yeah. I actually kind of liked it because it was, like, exciting. I'm like, yo, yeah. what the fuck is going to happen? Yeah, yeah. So when that happened, I was like, oh, this is a really good way to end it. And then they continued, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? What is this? Oh, so fucking disappointing. I was, like, sitting there like, oh, my God, dude. I invested years into this shit. And, it was and, terrible. And it was so fucking good. Well, they went on like a writer's strike or some shit, right? Or they, uh, uh, they, no, they switched off to another project. So a lot of the writers weren't writing it or something. I, I don't know was. exactly what happened. But then, you know, I think uh, starting from, what was it? Eight seasons total, I believe. And then starting from season seven, they didn't have the books as source material. So that's when they started to write their own story. Uh, I got you. That makes sense. And look, they did kind of okay for season seven. Okay, this is under the uh, assumption that there were eight seasons. I believe it was eight seasons. But yeah, they did pretty decently for season seven. Started getting kind of questionable in eight. And then the second half of the the final season was just like, what the fuck is this bullshit about? It's so bad, dude. The show was the best. You know what the episode that got me really into the show was the Red Wedding. Oh, bro. That's when I was like, oh, shit's popping off. Yeah, that dude, everybody got murked. Because I didn't expect all those people to die. Yeah, bro. I mean, I think that's why people got so engrossed in like the, the whole world of Game of Thrones, man. Because it was like nobody's safe. Nobody's safe and you got these cunning motherfuckers who are planning your death, you know, and you don't even see it coming. 
And then they fucking did it and the way they did it. And I was like, oh my God, I wish I never fucking even oh, started and it. And then when Arya just straight up poisoned everybody. Yeah. Dog, that shit was so dope. I was like, this Arya girl is cold-blooded, gangster bro. as fuck. She fucking dedicated her life to revenge. You know what's weird though? What? When they had the scene where she actually had sex. Oh yeah. Because that was so uncomfortable, Because we man. saw her when she was a kid. Yeah. You know, so watch, yeah. I was like, I, I, I skipped that part. I, was, well, I can't watch this. She still looks like a kid though. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah, she's an adult by age as a person. I remember when that but, scene happened, I was like, yeah, I'm going to yeah, skip this part. Because I, like, I saw her since she was a little kid on yeah, the show. I'm like, yeah. nobody wants it. I don't want to <laughs> see this. That's what I'm saying. Just these questionable decisions. Yeah, man. I'm like, what the fuck? Who decided this shit? Yeah. Like, you, you do realize we saw her when she was like five or some shit. And and like what it was more disappointing was that George R. Martin was still like an advisor. He still played an advisor to to the show. Mm. And so like these are things that he ran by, and they're like, hey, you cool with it? Yeah. Yeah. So you cool with this uh, girl that we saw since she was in adolescence going to yeah. have a, an adult sex scene now yeah. during the same series? Yeah. No. It would have been a little different if she was doing another show yeah. and then you see her as an adult. Yeah. Then it's like, oh, she. but we yeah. literally saw this girl grow up. Yeah. Like, I do not want to see this. All right. To say they made questionable decisions in the second half of the last season is a compliment. That's yeah. that's like, that's the, 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 you know, least worst way to put it. Uh, it was a fucking travesty is what that shit was. It was a shit Fucking show, goddamn shame, you know? Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, but ah, fuck, it is what it is, you know? I yep. was just like, you know what? All right, well, I'm not the only one who feels this way. Everybody. It's like the most unanimous thing that, you the know? The cast were so mad that like, how dare you? I was like, you as a cast member, you objectively know that this is a bad thing. Yeah. It just went to shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, it, like none of the stuff that they kind of, uh, forebode mm. made any fucking sense mm-hmm. at all mm-hmm. specifically with uh john stark yeah all of john this, snow john snow i john stark tony stark john stark i said john stark i just mix up the that's a basketball shit. yeah john stark my bad my bad john snow i said john stark john starks john snow they forebode all this other stuff that that you thought was going to happen at the end mm-hmm. all that shit happened for no reason yeah there was that a, just goes to show like the writers are different yeah yeah there was a lot of shit like the mysterious symbol they made yeah. a big deal out of it ended nothing. up being nothing they didn't even address it you know at all yeah so there was so much shit where it's just like the buildup was 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 great, and then like the reveal was a huge letdown. It's like the last people who wrote it, they just never watched the show before, mm-hmm. and they just started writing their own thing. Yeah, that's what it felt like. Yeah, it felt so disconnected and like out of sync with what the show was leading up to that. Now Breaking Bad, on the flip side, that was well. They ended in four seasons. Smart move. Yeah, all you need is four seasons. Of yeah. That shit. I mean, that shit through and through till the end was fucking amazing, you know? Man, Game of Thrones too, when they came out with those fucking fine-ass women just butt naked, I was like, I did not expect to have a boner watching the show. <laughs> That's a pleasant surprise, I'll admit, because I had no, I wasn't a fan of the books going into it. I had no expectations. Yeah. I remember people just started talking about how great the show was. So I was like, all right, I'll check it out. And I was like, oh, this show is violent and it has features nudity. This is what I'm talking about, yeah. baby. Yeah. And I had to go back into my parents' bathroom in the store and start jacking <laughs> off again. Oh, my God. <laughs> For a furious session of masturbation. It's like, fuck, I got to sell this fucking weave Dude, quick. That, that is so funny. You just, you, in your head, you were deterred. Like, I need to fucking masturbate right now. So I could get back to work and help my parents, dude. I'm a good kid. I did this for them. I jacked off for my parents. Dude, I could I could never fucking do that. Just in the middle of work. I went into the bathroom, closed yeah. that door, and I'll fucking knock that shit out the park. Out the fucking park, baby. That's... I hey, do it for my parents. You know what? 
that's talent, bro. I, I give you that. Cause well, that boner wouldn't go away, dude. It just wouldn't go away. It was annoying me. It was gonna make me mad. No lube. Just straight raw dog. Raw dog, dude. Dude, lube does not make you jack off faster. Dude. Doing it dry makes it way faster. Just more grip. Oh my god. I don't even think I enjoyed it. I just yeah. wanted the boner to go away. Yeah, just yeah. Hurry up! Hurry the fuck up and get yeah. out of my system. Oh my god. And it left like a spirit out of my penis and it just flew out that way. <laughs> That's fucking yeah. terrible. Well, guys, that wraps up this episode. On that of, note. On that note. <laughs> that wraps up this episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. You can catch Edric at Ed2 on Instagram and also SCRT Society, where you can go ahead and cop the gear that we're wearing in this video right now. Fucking fantastic. And make mm-hmm. sure you use that promo code BRAIN15. 15% off for first-time purchase. It'll be dope. Uh, love you guys very much. Make sure that you don't masturbate in your parents' store bathroom unless you absolutely have to, which I did. If you got to do it, you got to do it. He did it. So, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> we'll see you all next time. All right, y'all. Peace. Peace.